0: Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a
1: prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious.
0: What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 113 of Happy Tans Podcasts. On today's episode, we have a repeat guest, Jenna Melberg from Catalyst Salon in Orlando, Florida. In today's episode, she shares a lot of information about how to properly set up and structure your business, SOPs, tax IDs, and all this fun stuff. For those of you that did not or have not ever looked into properly setting up your business and are currently running it as a sole proprietorship or don't have an EIN, an employer identification number for your business, this is a great episode. Jenna goes back, gives a little bit of history about her and how she got into the business and how almost 10 years into her business, she was able to go back and restructure everything properly so that she could take advantage of grants and all kinds of things, things that came during COVID. She was able to get approved for all these different things because her business was set up properly uh, for tax reasons and everything else involved. Now, this is one of those things where I think a lot of people overlook it and never do it. They keep sweeping under the rug and don't think about it. But if you ever want to take your business, uh, seriously take it to the next level, possibly sell it, expand it, franchise it, et cetera, you need to have this stuff in order. And Jenna actually has some great courses on how to do that properly. She's been in the industry for over 14 years, spray tanning. Now she's gotten into the coaching side of things to help people because she really wants to help what used to be the younger Jenna. Because she didn't have these things. She didn't know these things starting out. So make sure you listen to this episode. Get out a pen and a piece of paper. Jenna also has a website. We'll link that below. It's Jenna Melberg, M E H L B E R G.com. You can check out all the stuff on there. If you use the code HAPPY, for the business credit course, it'll take it from two ninety seven dollars to $97. If you want to take advantage of that and learn more, you can book a call with her to make sure it's right for you. She said it's for anybody, whether you're just starting out or you've been in business for quite some time. She said most of the people she coaches are actually have been in business and they never set it up properly. So make sure you check that out, Jenna. Thanks so much for spending your time with us today. We learned a lot. I'm excited for people to take advantage of this and hopefully take their business more seriously and obviously to help take it to the next level as well. And as always, the Happy Tens Podcast is sponsored by the one and only Happy Tens website builder, the website builder created specifically for sunless tanning artists to not only help your website look beautiful, but to help you get found online. We optimize a website for you out of the box so that you can be found in your area to help get more clients in the door. That's the whole point of a website in the first place. It's a great resource for credibility as well, but we ultimately want to use it as something to get you a positive ROI or return on investment make sure you check it out. Come to happytans.com, click the create your website button to get started today. If you have any questions, you know where to find me, grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much. Have a great day and happy tanning.
1: Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast.
0: On today's episode, we have Jenna Melberg from Catalyst Salon in beautiful Orlando, Florida. How are you doing today, Jenna?
2: How are you?
0: Good morning. Happy Monday. Yeah. Happy Monday to you as we record this on Monday. Yes. Yes. And welcome back to the podcast. It's been about three years since we've had you on. So welcome back.
2: So many, so many changes. Yeah. (laughs)
0: many changes <laughs> definitely let's let's touch back well first let's introduce you for those that may have not heard the previous episode which we'll link below again that was like three years ago so I'd love for you I'm to... Have to
2: listen to it I yeah. don't
0: even... <laughs> <laughs> right right well let me, let's give you a minute to introduce yourself tell us a little bit about you then we can jump into some changes and things that you've done since then but I'd love for you to reintroduce yourself for those that may have never heard heard of uh, that podcast episode
1: yet
2: yeah, okay. Well, I'm Jenna Melberg. So I own Catalyst Salon. I actually started spray tanning like 14 years ago. So mm-hmm. definitely has like a special place in my heart. Um, I did like mobile tanning. That's how I started. Then I had um, like a salon suite, two salon suites, outgrew everything and have the salon now. So I've had the salon for like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, And I went to school. I have my business license, my business degree. And I know like we'll touch on COVID a little later, but when COVID came, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like I've always taken business very seriously, which is how I've been able to grow so much. And I've always like paid myself and done profit and loss statements and had you know corporate tax returns. And I would tell everyone like, "Hey, you should do this." And it's like they don't care, right? It's not pretty. It's not fun. It's not like a new blow dryer that came out on the market. So they're like, "Yeah, yeah, QuickBooks, whatever. I don't care." So then when COVID came, it was kind of like well I've been telling you guys to do this for years but nobody wanted to listen to me and I just saw like a lot of places closing you know running out of money using their savings just places like shutting down left and right and I was not obviously like I told you so it was more like oh my feelings are really hurt and I should have been teaching this years ago and imagine how many people I could have helped if I would have done what i knew i needed to do and like got into coaching so after covid um i got like almost three hundred thousand dollars between funds and loans and grants and all the things and i was like okay this is it this is this is my time i know people are gonna listen to me i know they're gonna take me seriously they understand what i've been trying to tell them all these years so i got into coaching and consulting and now i teach business credit operations foundations so that's some of the stuff that we can get into today.
0: Yeah, definitely. All the all the not so fun, not so sexy, yeah, stuff. I
2: think it kind of fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things people don't want to do. I mean, one of the reasons we created the podcast was to focus specifically on the business side cuz everybody was into the training and the solutions and mix, you know, all, which is great. It's fun. I get it. But that's not really going to drive your business. So. You
2: no, know, and all like I feel like best case scenario, you will just become extremely busy Mm
1: -hmm.
2: which is going to be absolute chaos because you have no foundation you have no systems you have no structure if you do make a lot of money you're probably just spending more money the Mm -hmm. more money you make, right because you didn't learn anything about business so I don't think it's like okay well if you don't have this information you won't do well yeah you probably can you you probably will hit six figures I did Uh but you're gonna realize pretty quickly like oh no (laughs) Like, yeah, I messed yeah. up. And then you're going to have to go back and try and fix all this stuff. Sure. So like, let's just do this right at the beginning yeah. is ideal.
0: Foundation. Yeah. And one thing you said earlier really caught my attention was like, you take business seriously, which I think a lot of people that specifically in the tanning industry probably get into it as like a side hustle or a way to yeah. make a little bit of extra money. So they might not.
2: Barrier to entry. Yeah.
0: So the barrier to entry is, is basically non-existent. It's less than a thousand bucks. You can be up and running with the business, but they don't take it seriously. So that leads to so many things down the road. As a girl, like you said, certain people's businesses just take off and they didn't set up the proper structure. They don't yeah. look at profit and loss. They just put the money in, take it out, put it in, take I it
1: know, out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, I vividly remember telling somebody that was new to the business, make sure you save about 30% for, ta- for taxes because you're yeah. going to pay it. And they were like, what? I was like, yeah. <laughs>
2: There's yeah. ways around
0: that though. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So you've been a, a catalyst for four years, you said.
2: Yeah, four and I mean, a
0: half years. Yeah, four and a half years. Yeah, lots of. I think you've been through some ups and downs, a lot of changes. So you want to kind of explain that?
2: <laughs> I'm like that story. Okay. <laughs> um, I well, I'm just like there's so many. I think we did tell this story last time a hmm. little bit. So I never wanted a salon. I was like, I'm good. I don't. Yeah. I knew I wanted to be an educator always. Mm. So I never really wanted a salon. But my friend who does hair was like, no, we have to have a salon. You're amazing. I'm amazing. We have all these clients. Let's yeah. do it. So I let her talk me into it, right? I didn't want to do it. We, we find a space. We like work with realtors. We save money. We're ready to go. We have the name picked. We do all of the things. And the night before we're supposed to sign our lease, she backed out of being my business partner, and I'm like, I, I'm not gonna curse, but you can imagine there was some curse words that <laughs> were, were going in my head. So <laughs> excuse me. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm. What am I? I made it this far. What am I supposed to do now? And although she backed out of being my partner, she was like, I'll come rent from you, and. Sure they will be in the salon so I went to the landlord the next day and I was like well I'll sign the lease myself and then he wouldn't let me <laughs> so wow. I'm like okay I think I think it's because I'm a Leo but I'm one of those people like if you can't if you tell me no or that I can't have it I just want it a hundred times more <laughs>
1: so I think it
2: was just something about him telling me no like oh okay yeah I'm definitely getting the salon like you watch sure. so I got lending, right? Like I got a loan. I opened the salon by myself, did all the things. And then maybe like a year and a half into having it, she was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I do want to own the salon with you. I want to help. And I was like, at that point, like, yes, please help me (laughs) because she does hair and I don't know how to do hair. I have a hair salon. I don't even do hair. I'm like, please help (laughs) me. So we became business partners and, um, We renovated maybe like a year after that, year and a half is when COVID happened. So super fun, got shut down. (laughs) Didn't know when we could work again, if we could work again, any of those things. But, you know, getting into the COVID story, I got unemployment. She also got unemployment. We got like PPP loans. We started getting grants. We got lots of funding from like the city, the county, the state. So it was like we didn't have it as bad as a lot of people did because mm. we have our business set up so well. So when it was time to apply for things and get things, we were just like approved, approved. <laughs> Whereas uh. most people are like, okay, we want your corporate tax returns. They don't have them or well, if you want um, a grant through the city, then, okay, well, where's your city license? Oh, no, sorry. I don't have that, right? So there was just a lot of help for people and businesses that just, unfortunately, a lot of people didn't have access to because they don't know. They didn't have the right thing. Sure. Well, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So you got, I mean, I guess being naive, I think Florida was probably shut down the least out of most of the states. but still. Really?
2: <laughs> i find it hard to complain because yeah. we had it like easier than sure than yeah 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 and not to tell myself too much but we have a back door so i think around like a month of being shut down we're like knock on the back door three times yeah <laughs> like, we'll let you you're know. so like, like we're over this <laughs> we don't want to be close anymore yeah
0: i think most um, people were doing, yeah most people were doing yeah, that and, and i didn't yeah, and I didn't mean that to say, like, you guys didn't have it as bad. It was just, like, I didn't, know, you know, being shut down, uh, like, going from oh, yeah. 100 miles an hour to zero, regardless, is hard, but, yeah, so there's... No, we
2: didn't have as many mandates here, like, you know, yeah, pretty exactly. early on, you didn't really have to wear the mask, like, we definitely had it a lot easier than a lot of places sure. had, yeah, for sure. sure, for sure. Sure.
0: So yeah, so within four years, you guys have gone through the whole COVID situation, made it through that. Like, thankfully, you had everything set up properly. So you spent the time learning how to do that, obviously, beforehand, which all worked out. Now connecting the dots, looking back, it makes sense. Uh, And then since then, did you, I think we were talking before, and you said you kind of took a step back from actually being in the salon as much?
2: I did. So when, you know, after COVID, really having this, like, come to Jesus moment of like what are you doing you have to do coaching you have to do consulting you have you have to do this yeah um getting access to the grants and the loans and all of those things I was like okay it's kind of like a now or never moment if I don't take the time to build these programs Mm -hmm. and make courses and actually focus on this I'm probably never going to do it so I stopped working for like eight months (laughs) it was very abrupt like I kind of just talked about it a little bit and just told my clients. And then what I did was I went down to like Mm part-time. But the problem with that was nobody would see my employees. They would just come see me in the hours I was working. So I was like, you know what? I just ripped the bandaid off. So in January 1st, I think like in December, I like quietly sent out an email. I was like, "Hey, uh, I'm not gonna be here anymore, and this is who's gonna be taking over." And I figured to do it in January because it's so slow that people probably wouldn't know. It. And most people didn't know. It was like May, and people were like, "Wait, you're not working?" I'm like, i am not working, bro." <laughs> so I I did that, and it was great because the problem was. I would be at work all day, you know, running the salon, taking clients and I couldn't really work. You know how they say, like working in the business business. By the time I got home, I'm trying to like build these courses and run the salon and do all this work. And I just wasn't getting anything done. So, I mean, it definitely helped a lot to take that time. Yeah. Yeah. For those
0: that have never set up a course, because I've done it for myself, for other people, it's a lot of work. (laughs) There's a lot of steps. There's a lot of recording, -recording. (laughs) re-recording. Funnels, technology, emails, automation, et cetera. It's, it sounds like it's easy, but it's really a lot of work. It's more mental work, right, than, than physical it, work.
2: Right? It's a, and I think now, like, I'm happy because, like you said, like, knowing about business, learning all the stuff, and then COVID happening, I, I do know, like, later on, one of my goals is going to be, like, teaching people how to make courses, and teaching them mm-hmm. how to make e-books, and teaching them how to become educators, because there's so much money in this space, and it's so you know, passive once mm. you have everything set up. So I every time I learn something like a new like funnel or automation, I'm like, okay, when I go to teach this, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna have yeah. it down and everyone's, I'm gonna be great. I'm gonna be an amazing teacher to teach this in the future <laughs> one day. Yeah. But in the beginning it was um it's hard to be so good at something
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then no, absolutely nothing and have to start over at something else. I think a lot of people don't talk about that enough. It's it's very hard.
0: So you mean in this example, I'm assuming going from like providing the service to educating.
2: Yeah, more so like I know how to do a spray tan. I've been spray tanning for 14 years. Yeah. I can spray tan with my eyes closed. And I'm I don't want to say oh I'm like the most amazing, but sure. I'm really good at spray tanning. I'm really good at waxing. <laughs> I'm an amazing service provider. But then when it came down to learning like funnels and automation, email campaigns and I was a baby, I had to start over. Right. Mm. And I think that knocks a lot of people off. They don't like, it's very uncomfortable and I didn't like it. (laughs)
1: It's like,
2: And unfortunately it's like when athletes go to start a business and then they don't know what they're doing. And yeah. Maybe they quit because it's like, no, I'm I'm amazing. Yeah, you're amazing at football. Like, yeah. that doesn't mean you can run yeah. The line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was humbling to have to like start over. Yeah. If that makes sense, that's yeah. a great
0: point. And like an a, an athlete's a great example because they've been doing this for 20 years or whatever. That's yeah. literally their life, and they're the best of the best, obviously. And it's like,
1: that's how I felt.
0: yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think a lot of people would get caught up. They don't. You know, I'm one that likes to learn, but I know that it's really frustrating to to start over because you're like, really have to go like watch YouTube videos for endless hours for just to figure this one thing out. Whereas like I'm doing this other thing, like without thinking about it. It's like, I like to
2: teach that too. It's like, like teaching people education and things like that. I think a lot of people, they get stuck in the Mm -hmm. beauty industry. Mm -hmm. There's really, I don't want to say there's no way out, but you unfortunately only become a very good like you have yeah, a skill that you become a very good service provider and when they have these amazing ideas of like starting a clothing line or starting a candle line or becoming an educator a lot of people get stuck it becomes challenging and they just revert back to what's comfortable which is being the service provider mm. so i think that's why i'm so like um passionate about teaching business because sure. if you can really understand that that can translate to all these other ideas you have which if you don't understand it they're probably not gonna be that successful and then you're just gonna go back to beauty when you might not even want to do this anymore right it's money and you're good at it and then you feel kind of trapped yeah so
0: that's a that's a very good point like you said you become a really good service provider but most people might not have that the next step, whether it's opening multiple locations, but
2: running a team,
0: running a team. But ultimately, like you yeah. said, I think, I think that transition is the first step is hard to, like you were doing, like tell people, Hey, I'm not going to be tanning you anymore. It's going to be somebody else. That is hard because people want yeah, that person. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. And so My thing was, okay, well, if you don't go to this person that I trained very well, then you're going to go somewhere else because i'm not going to do it anymore so would you rather go support someone else's business or do you love me so much and i'm so amazing that you can now go to my employee right like when you think about it that way oh you love me so much and you only want to see me but if i don't if i'm not here anymore and i send you to Mm -hmm. a play you're gonna go somewhere else like that doesn't really make sense right yeah Yeah. you have to sorry i think you have to kind of call them on their like bs a yeah, little bit like.
0: that's true good point good point i mean it's like you go to a dentist and then they say hey we're not i'm not doing that anymore it's my you know co-co whatever you know so what it's a good point
2: oh, i'm gonna go leave and find a new dentist or <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna be here where i know the whole staff the location yeah. i know the products i know that this person had good training yeah i mean it's very
0: true and I think you said something earlier. It was great about the education, just because of the way that education is changing across the world. Obviously, like with the, with the wonderful technology we have with Kajabi, YouTube, Vimeo, all these ways you can learn teach stuff online, right? Like somebody could technically go through a spray tanning course in a weekend and be set up for a career that makes more money than like all these other careers you I'll, can I'll get. I'll
1: get
0: which is which is amazing but something to consider for people once you've been in it or have a passion like Jenna does for educating is that there's another opportunity there like you said maybe semi passive depending on how you set it up but you know there's a lot to be said about that as well so
2: and um like multiple streams of income right so we we and i was really guilty of this when i first started in my head multiple streams of income was like mary kay or like sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, I don't know what other examples to use, but you would think multiple streams of income would be like, I have a clothing line and I sell Mary Kay and I am a personal trainer and I do spray tanning. But the, the problem with that is your focus is going to be in eight different areas and probably none of them are going to do that well. So I think we really need to, um, like we really need to emphasize multiple streams of income in one category like in one industry sure so like you said getting into education it's like you can be a service provider make money you mm-hmm. can hire people make more money you can start training people make more money mm-hmm. like you can have digital products make more money you can yeah. start a tanning product line make more money you can have these like six or seven streams of income but they can sure. be in the same niche and then at that point you can take off because you're not spreading your focus and you know eight different industries right.
1: Right. which
2: is probably going to be extremely <laughs> overwhelming like they yeah. Like, like, yeah, probably don't do that so yeah. yeah definitely um like having more streams of income but doing the same thing essentially yeah
0: and you like kind of a- need to a- work to probably maximize the original one before you divert your okay. attention elsewhere, exactly. which, yeah,
1: exactly.
0: which is challenging <laughs> for people. So let's talk a little bit about the, the business side of things. I mean, what, what do you see from people? What are some of the biggest mistakes that people are, are making that you see when they're starting their business and stuff? That's you look, so you look excited.
2: <laughs> I It's, Like you said, it's like not boring, but I'm like, this is so exciting, Grant. (laughs) (laughs) No, so I tell, and I actually at the conference, I kind of just like went around asking people this because I, in my head, I know the answer, but I was like, let me just ask people. So many people don't have their LLC, Mm. a substantial amount of people don't have their LLC in business. And so there's a lot of reasons why that's a problem. Um, I would say, we'll just name some of the reasons, right? So yeah. number one, you don't have a lot of protection around you. So if someone were to sue you, if anything happened to any of your clients, mm-hmm. even if you have an insurance policy, because I will say most people have insurance policies, that seems pretty standard. But if you don't have an LLC, the insurance policy is in your name. Yeah. So if you get sued, they're like actually suing you as an individual, as opposed to if you had an LLC, you know, they'd be coming after the business. Right. So that's number one. And then number two is having, like your business doesn't start until you either have your LLC or you become incorporated. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. So like, like let's, let's say your goal is to have a salon or you want to open a suite or, you know, you want like a mobile truck or you want to have a team. When you go to apply for funding, if you go to banks, if you go to any of these mm-hmm. places that offer funding, they want to know when your company started
1: mm-hmm.
2: right yep. and that hurts my feelings too because I didn't know this right <laughs> like I didn't get LLC so I've been in business since 2009 yeah. but on paper I've been in business since 2017 so that's almost like seven years of like just lost business if that yeah. makes sense yeah. like they don't recognize you as having a business until right. you actually Get your LLC
0: yeah and just to clarify if you don't have the LLC you're technically just running a sole proprietorship which yeah. which goes through your social security number essentially which like Jenna said no protection <laughs> and I can relate to that because when I started my business it was sole proprietor and then I right. went to get a mortgage and they're like we don't have any history of your what is a business? Mm-hmm. What is the business? Like you have money, but we don't know where that came from. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, but, that can happen. Yeah.
2: yeah. They're like, What is this money? What are you think? They,
0: they needed two years of business, like corporate returns, you know. And I think at that yeah. point I was like one year into the corporate side of it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because so. you and you you're like, No, I've been making money, I've in yeah. business for six years. They're like, <laughs> For six months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then if you don't have the LLC, as you found out, you know, you don't have a business bank account. That's yep. a really big thing. Yep. So um, like a lot of people, they want grants, they want loans, they want business credit, they want all these amazing things. But if you go apply for a grant and you get approved, they have to deposit that money into your business mm-hmm. bank account. So if you don't have a business bank account, they're not, you You can't even get the funding, right? Like yeah. you can't even receive the money from them because they're going to say, well, who is this person? We are awarding the business this money. We're not yeah. awarding you as an individual this money. So yeah, definitely having the LLC, having your business bank account, having your EIN, those are always going to be like my top three go-tos. Sure. Like, always, and for, yeah.
0: for people that... Need to establish an LLC. Do you recommend like a legal Zoom or something like that? Or is there a better way? Um,
2: there's different ones, like they have Legal Zoom. I have um I just I have an accountant that I refer most of my people to because legal zoom, I want to say they'll charge you like six, seven hundred dollars. Yeah, it is, an
0: yeah, it is I think.
2: And depending on your state, like in Florida, an LLC is a hundred and thirty-eight dollars. Yeah. So I just don't necessarily agree with legal zoom <laughs> and stuff like that because they're charging these people. Sure. crazy amounts of money when you can easily have an account and do it for probably like two or three hundred.
1: Right. I agree. And
2: they'll categorize you correctly. They'll make sure you have all your paperwork. So like um a lot of people don't know that your LLC... Like you have to reinstate it Mm -hmm. because they go through these legal zooms and these bigger companies and they're just like, here's your LLC. Congratulations. You have a business. They don't tell you, okay, well in a year or two years from now, you're going to have to reinstate this. So Mm -hmm. most people it expires and then they have to pay all these fees and crazy stuff. So I don't typically recommend the bigger companies, either an accountant or honestly, like just figure out how to do it yourself. that's what I saw most people it's really not that hard
0: yeah I agree I think it was like uh 125 in North Carolina where we're as we're, we're technically an S Corp but similar setup so it's yeah.
2: and you can do it yourself and then mm-hmm. maybe just have an accountant like elect you to be an S Corp which is That's not true. that expensive but I'm oh my gosh if you did that through legal zoom it'd probably be like a thousand dollars. Yeah I agree. It's
0: one of those things where you ask around probably you probably have a friend of a friend that does it anyway that could help you yeah. set it up. Yeah
2: I'm like no I have my people we're good <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. or do it yourself.
0: Yeah definitely so yeah so people are missing out on that they're just starting they're ordering their stuff you know um which if you want to test the waters before you go through all that process you can but like Jenna said you're not protected no. you don't have the information and it's maybe not
2: a have a business idea like just yeah. go get the LLC because maybe you don't start your business for a year or two and at that point you have a year or two of history mm-hmm. of having a business right yeah. I'm like just go get it yeah 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 <laughs>
0: Yeah. Set it up under some generic umbrella. And then, you know, you run all the others DBA under that. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. So you, you've put together some training uh, and I'll let you talk about that. I know you have a few different things. A lot you talk about. Uh, yeah. You have lots of training, but you know, there's, there's some information about becoming a six figure beauty business. There's some stuff about business credit uh, SOPs. You have all kinds of stuff. So I'll let you kind of explain, you know, what, what you have going on since education is your, uh, you're really what you love doing.
2: Like I have all the things. So I mean, <laughs> we'll go over first, right? So I have my beauty business credit master class. Mm-hmm. So that's normally two ninety seven, and I actually made it um, ninety seven. So yeah. I actually made a discount code happy. I thought you would like that. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> so, so if they go on the website and type in happy, I think it's in capitals. I usually use capitals. Then sure. it, you know the code will populate. So in the masterclass, there's three eBooks, which Mm -hmm. is amazing. You have like your foundation. Mm -hmm. So that's your LLC, your EIN, like down in Street, all the stuff that you're gonna need when you go to apply for funding, Mm -hmm. like when you go to banks, things like that. And then I have a personal credit eBook in there, which I don't even offer anywhere else. But if you're really serious, if you know like I want a salon, I know I want a substantial amount of lending, you have to have fairly decent personal credit. I feel like sure. people don't really talk about that a lot. So I have a credit ebook. It teaches you like, um, helping to get like inquiries off, like doing like simple disputes, things like that. And then the main book is the credit and funding book. So that's actually like there's over a hundred vendors in there. Um, it teaches you like who the credit bureaus are for business credit because they're different. Sure. Um it teaches you about your credit score because you have a business credit score. And then it walks you through like the steps because what happens with most people is they go to apply and they get denied. So it's like a majority of what happens. Sure. And the reason why you get denied is because you're on you're applying at, you know, a bank of America but they're a tier three vendor and you need to have, you know, eight different accounts before you can go to them. But again, we don't know that. So we just start applying for stuff. (laughs) We get denied and then we're like, Oh, I can't get business credit. It didn't work. So that's not the case. (laughs) So I have that. Another big thing too is not having like matching information. Mm. So I go over that in the course because I've seen this with so many people I've worked with. They're business name between their state and between the irs and between what they're putting on applications is three different names
1: Mm,
2: no consistency (laughs) consistency, yeah so when you go to apply so let's say you have like um you know jenna does hair and that's how you're applying to business credit and then with the government you have jenna does hair llc and then um With the state of Florida, you're like, Jenna does hair, exclamation, LLC. So now (laughs) when you go to do these applications, you're probably going to get denied because they're like, first of all, your business doesn't exist because when they look you up, it'd be like spelling your name wrong if you were going to get a credit card. (laughs) That's essentially the same thing. So that could be why you're getting denied. Also, if you do happen to get business credit and... They do accept you if they go to report the business credit, it's probably not going to report because they're going to report it to this whole other business that you technically don't have, right? Because oh, wow. they don't match, you'd be surprised. That's like 50% of my coaching clients. It's just not having matching information. Jeez. It's so simple. Um, so we go over that and then I have some bonuses in there. And then there's like five or six bonuses. I have a business plan in there, sure. all, all types of stuff. <laughs> I'm sure. like there's, there's like three eBooks. I think there's like five or six bonuses. There's over two hours of video content. So it's a pretty, I mean, it's a pretty in-depth class. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like I said, normally 2 normally two ninety-seven, but I made you guys your happy code. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and we'll link that down below so you don't have to guess where it is or anything. We'll put it on there. Perfect. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for, So who is that? I will take a step back. Who is that ideal? F- is that for somebody getting started or already? In this?
2: Okay. Yeah. That's for everyone. And I, I think like, I struggled with this a lot when I was, just say hi, Kate. Oh, hi. I'm <laughs> like, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> so I struggled with this a lot when I was creating my coaching programs because I think when you talk about business setup, mm-hmm. you just automatically get like pushed into the category of startup.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I'm, like I would say 80% of the people I work mm-hmm. with, they've already been in business, but everything's wrong. <laughs>
1: So
0: they're because going back and fixing they're it. They're going
2: back and fixing it, right? So I just can cons- I I found the term foundational coach, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So it's like whether you've been in business, whether you're a startup, whether you just have a business idea and you don't really know where to start. I just feel like it's because me, you know, I've been I have been in business like 10 years before I started learning this stuff. So sure. there was lots that I had to go back and fix too. I have clients, they've been in business like 15 years. They don't even have an LLC. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Crazy stuff, right? So yeah, it's for really like just any, any, any anyway, kind of work. Yeah. Anyway,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, just to give some background, like for anybody, like I went to school for business, but we still didn't learn anything like yeah. this it's nothing relevant, right? <laughs> Nothing.
2: Okay. I disagree too. Like yeah. I didn't, learn, we didn't learn anything about this. Yeah. No. Nothing
0: with any utility like this. So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, they don't teach this stuff. So somebody has to, which is, it's wonderful that Jen is doing that because you want to make sure people are built, you know, the goal is to help people build legitimate Entities, Mm -hmm. not just a not just a job or a service, right? Like,
2: do you have a hobby or do you have a business? Like you said, a lot of people get into this because they're like, "I love spray tanning, it's fun." I like to get it, so I'm going to offer it, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you can keep having a hobby, but at some point in time, like you're going to want to become a legitimate business. Yeah, that's where I come in. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I agree. One one of my friends, it's a client, told me one time. He's like, you know. I think his dad told him that they've owned a business for a long time, but he was like, in order to be that business that you want to be, you have to start acting like that business. You know, if you want to be, if you want to have multiple locations or employees, you have to act like you do already to get there. I
2: like to say you have to start how you want to finish. There you go. So if you know that I want to take this seriously, I want multiple locations, I want to have team. And not that you have to know this in the beginning, but you should start having an idea of this, like Mm -hmm. before you've been in business, like, Hey, I really actually like this. And I, I really see like a career here. That's when you really need to start implementing some of this stuff. Yeah,
0: Yeah, absolutely. So whether you're just starting or, or, or you've been in business, but you need to make sure you all your ducks are in a row, you know, you never know what can happen. Audits, all kinds of stuff. Right. And you're like, what, yeah <laughs> okay. it's not fun right
2: no it's not <laughs> I have a good accountant though so yeah that's yeah, helpful.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah heard, also
2: have, like, I'm touching on the operations I have like SOPs like mm. standard operating procedures I have a book for that hi nice. I have contracts I have like operations manual I have so many like little things on the site so they can go. it as well. Yeah. yeah, I saw
0: the SOP one, which is interesting because a lot of people, if, if you ever want to transition to having employees, like basically anything that you do repetitively more than once, right, can become something that's a some kind of process that you can well, teach. Well, I, I
2: even said they're SOPs for yourself.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, even if you don't, these are your opening, these are your closing, these are your weekly, yeah. like this is how you need to govern yourself because you probably have to do that first before yeah. you can bring on employees anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So they're just good, period.
0: Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. And like in so you don't miss stuff and <laughs> all that. Yeah, yeah. So they're good. It's taking yeah.
2: a long time to build them.
0: Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. so those, those that the uh, is that the six figure SOPs? Yeah. Is
2: yeah. that
0: legitimately like your actual SOPs or does it teach people how to create? And there's
2: them? An opera- it's over 60 pages in oh, there. Wow. And there's a whole, there's like a 25 page operation manual in there um there's sops for like weekly tasks um opening procedures closing procedures there's social media sops and they're like how often what your conscious. it my i know that like these <laughs> prices aren't going to stay very long because i'll be like why is it 27 dollars? this yeah. is six pages worth of stuff but yeah. i think it's i'm just you know releasing things testing the water but they're good like really good products yeah, yeah yeah I I mean, it it, for like 50 bucks and it's like 12 pages yeah, and I'm, right. like, I'm like what
0: is it <laughs> well, well i'm just thinking from like a time perspective for me to create my own SOPs just for one thing is like hours of time and 27 bucks is way. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your time worth absolutely yeah exactly definitely definitely well uh any anything else any other pointers or things you want to give people before we wrap up
2: Um, Just like I said, like the mindset, right? Like knowing that I want to take this business seriously. I know that I'm in. I think that's an important thing too. I'm happy we touched on that. It's okay that it's going to get a little difficult because being a really great service provider is not going to translate to being a really great business owner and it takes a lot of practice it takes resources it takes coaching consulting the same things that got you to being a good service provider is what it's going to take to be a good business owner so you know don't beat yourself up don't make yourself wrong for not knowing these things it's okay and you know now they have me so they can follow me you can come see me on instagram i'm sure you'll have that link yes um ask questions i do like free phone calls if people like have any questions sure. or need any help so lots of resources
0: for sure, sure. Yeah. definitely definitely so yeah most of this is available on jenna's website jennamelberg.com we'll link that below with the code the happy code so people can take advantage of that uh, i think this is awesome it's one of those things where you know it's great to uh, kind of give like you're kind of going back and giving back to your you know younger self right That's saying I hey think. i wish you had these things when you were starting out <laughs> 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 definitely
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: I was frozen. I'm frozen. I think we're good now. That's okay. Awesome. Jenna. Well, thank you so much uh, for your time today. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm excited to, for people to take advantage. There you are. I'm excited for people to take advantage of this, Uh, learn from you, reach out to you, book a call, whatever they need to do. Like you said, if they're already started and they haven't done this, it's okay to take a step back. Don't keep brushing it under the rug because you're going to be mad at yourself years down the road um, you know, ultimately, if you wanted to, let's say somebody wants to eventually sell their business, like you probably need some type of structure to actually sell. You can't sell, you know, your yourself. So
2: yeah. what's your exit plan, right? Yeah. Like how do you plan yeah. on what, what do you
0: want to do? So yeah. we go over that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jenna, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. I'm excited to get all this out to everybody. Um, and if anybody has any questions, the best way you said Instagram, and you book a call through the site.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jenna.
1: Happy Monday. Have a great day. (laughs)
2: You
0: too.
1: Bye. Bye Bye-bye.